The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. Today is Mailberg Monday. Mailberg. Mailberg. That's a good one, Breach. That was a great one. If you have a question you would like to ask us for a future mailbag, you can do so by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can ask us anything. It can be about football, fantasy football, golf, Parenting. Um, oh, Debo, you want to ask Debo a question? Like who's yeah, the Debo, questions about the NBA, hip hop, um, the show Dave on Hulu. He knows a lot about that. I need to start watching Dave again. First two episodes were good. Yeah, they were good. And uh, while you're while you're while you're you know doing stuff, two more things to to hit up at you. I need your favor. I need you guys to hook it up. You guys, are podcast listeners, are always loyal. Whenever we ask you to do something, you're great about it. So do first. Right now, youtube.com slash pick six. If you do that and you go there and you hit the subscribe button, uh, it will benefit all of us greatly. And you can watch all of our shows on YouTube if you want. And once you subscribe, if you have a smart TV, by the way, you can fire up your YouTube app and actually watch the podcast on TV, which sounds a little narcissistic to think that you would do that to like put us on your television during the day. But I found that it's actually kind of enjoyable. I do that with uh, a bunch of uh, fantasy golf pods. Like my, my, uh, Pat Mayo, uh, Rick, Gale, Rick Gelman, who does the first cup podcast as well. I just found that like it's, it's kind of a nice thing to have on TV rather than just like some, you know, sports center rerun or something like that. Or, you know, you could watch HQ too, I guess, which I could promote. Brinson, do you just watch it so you can stare at yourself? Uh, yes. There's a hundred percent chance that if Brinson came around, there are at least three Brinson portraits that he stares at while he does his show. And, one more favor. The People's Choice Podcast Awards. We have started talking about these podcast awards a lot. Uh, we are up for a nomination, and they count fan votes through the end of July. It takes less than a minute. I'm not even kidding. It's, it's really easy. You can go to the link in the description of this podcast and click on it, and you can register on that site, and you don't have to, like, verify it or anything. You just register and immediately rolls you into – a nomination page and you can select people's choice 
drop down and hit the P, you know, find pick six. It's on there. It's alphabetical order. And then sports and sports is even more important because we're probably not going to win like the number one people's choice category. So if you, if you really just don't want to take a full minute, not with that kind of confidence. I know, right? I mean, it's literally every podcast that's nominated. Did you hear the stats? Did you hear Debo say how many podcasts are new per day? It's like 90,000. They're not on this list though. Okay. I'll, okay. <laughs> Do both. With that attitude, Brenton, I just think you need to have a better attitude about this. Everyone, we're going to win and we need your vote to pull it off. If we win the, if we win the, I don't know that you want us to win the podcast, the People's Choice Podcast Award. I will be the most insufferable human being on the planet for the next nine to 12 months if we win the People's Choice. Okay. How will that change from the past nine to 12 months? I will be the second most insufferable person on the planet. Um, if, uh, if, if we win the People's Choice Podcast Award for the number one overall podcast. And of course, you know who I'm talking about at number one. Mm-hmm. Sean Wagner. Um, okay, so let's get Spanky Wankman. That's right, Ryan. Uh, link in the description. Check it out. Do that. And then subscribe to YouTube. Two, it's really easy. It will take you less than five minutes. And if we get some momentum going on those, it will be positive for everybody involved. Because Debo, really, they're talking about Canon Debo, and we need to save his job. Jesus. He should be the last one to go, if we're being honest about it. Oh, he will be. <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe somebody could leave a five star review and ask ask uh, who gets fired in order. What's the order of people being fired off this podcast? Maybe we could even make a new hire, as as hinted in this first question. Well, let's talk about it. Great job, dude. Good segue. New super friend and thank you, Wilson. This is from M Mart six seven six seven. A few weeks ago, I called Wilson out for being narcissistic with his football takes during draft season. I did not. I did not want to be reactionary in my apology and waited to see if his return to the Wilson I enjoyed over the last few years was consistent. I am happy to say that the king has returned. What is this nonsense? I want to apologize and thank Ryan Wilson for addressing this and giving very understandable reasons for why he was so short with people. At the height of the quarantine, I definitely was not as patient with people as I'd like to be, and I was only working 60-hour weeks at that point. But that's only working 60-hour weeks. That's a lot of hours. I will brag. Yeah. Uh, can't imagine if I was working until 3, <laughs> 3 a.m. only to get up and do it the next day. You don't have to read this next part on air, but if he's ever in Houston area and wanted to grab a beer on me, say so on the pod. I would like to go grab a beer on you if I'm in the Houston area. I was supposed to be in Houston in March. It didn't work out because of the pandemic, but uh, hopefully if I'm there next spring, we'll make that happen.com. Uh, there's a great brewery. Um, what? Uh, I think you get called out later because you messed up the brewery in Portland, Maine. So make sure you get the- uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. That's just because I butcher all names. St. Arnold Brewing Company in um, in Houston is really good. They have awesome beer. Oh, were you there? Super Bowl? Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, I don't it. have Twitter, but listen every day and can have my wife DM you. Do it. Oh, what are you Light trying to those DMs, Wilson. <laughs> yeah, shoot him a DM. Uh, so glad to welcome back my favorite podcaster. Short question is, are you looking for a new super friend? Long shot here. Get it, Sean? <laughs> nice. Mike Golick Sr. just got canned from 20 years of ESPN Radio and would fit in great with y'all's don't take yourself too seriously vibe. would be awesome to have him be a regular. Um, let, me, all, let me say this quickly. I'll play uh, – Brinson, you play Mike Golick Jr., and, and I'll be your agent. Uh, hey, Mike, we got a call from uh, – Senior, not Junior. Senior, yeah, I'll be your agent. Uh, Mike, we got a call from uh, the Pick 6 Podcast. They want you to be a part of it. What, what the hell are you talking about, man? 
<laughs> no, no, it's a podcast. They they do these things. It's not on air. You you won't like be on television anymore. Not even radio. You'll uh, be on YouTube. You're on YouTube. You're on YouTube. What do you? This is Michael Senior, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I, I I played professional football and then spent 20 years at the number one ESPN radio show. I'm worth tens of millions of dollars. It gets better though. This this guy named Will Brinson. He's he, he's really. Ooh. He's really big in Raleigh, North Carolina. What? He's a host. You wouldn't be a host. You would be a super friend. <laughs> what? What the hell is a super friend? I know, right? Can you imagine? I mean, am I am I the only super friend? What's going on? No, no. There's this there's this guy who who's who's a, a robot and loves the Cowboys. His name's John Breach. <laughs> and this other guy, Wilson, who's incredibly handsome and smart, but uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work. Uh, I think I want to pass on this one. So I'd be super friend. I'd be the fourth super friend. Replacing a guy who was so terrible at his job, he quit to go to law school. <laughs> uh, hard pass. Um, I, first of all, I, I, I like Mike Golick a lot. I, I don't know. I don't know senior personally, um, but I like the Golicks in general. And I think. You probably got a raw deal. Uh, you know, we don't need to comment about ESPN radio lineups or ESPN personality. So we'll just move on. But suffice to say, Mike Golick is a, he's like, he's awesome. He seems like a generally nice guy. I don't know if he would be super pumped about doing the big six podcast. No, no, I, I wasn't. I mean, we were joking. We were having a, uh, we we're having a goof, but my, my, my Golick reaction is definitely how he would react. Hey, Mike, we want you to replace a 27 year old, uh, kid who left or left to go to law school. And be the fourth man on this podcast every day, every day. Uh, and you'll be on youtube.com slash pick six. I do uh, want to say as the producer here, uh, I won't comment on whether we are or are not having super friend auditions, but I will say if we do, Pete Prisco is not a shoe in. He has to audition. Very <laughs> 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 nice, Devo. You know what? <laughs> All right, we haven't played in this podcast yet. But uh, let, me, let me just say quickly to M Mart six seven six seven. Thank you for getting back to me. I'm glad that um, I'm not being a jerk anymore. I do think I think Breach and Brinson both pointed this out at the time. I was just exhausted. I, I didn't realize it, but um, now anyway, thanks. Um, I'm glad that that I'm no longer considered a jerk from M Mart six seven six seven. That's what we were talking about. And I will take you up on that beer in Houston should I get there. So have your wife DM Ryan Wilson. That's a prank. Just tell your wife to DM Mike Golick Senior too. Let's see. Let's just go all out here. What happened? Hey, Mike, are you interested in joining the Pick Six podcast? <laughs> Who are you? What? I'm a listener's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Packers delusion oh, from uh, Chris D. Holm, twelve on Apple Podcast. Uh, Packers currently have the eighth best odds to win the NFC in 2020. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's actually they have the eighth best Super Bowl odds, but the fifth best. Odds to win the NFC, just as a point of clarification uh, for Chris, but his point remains. This is a team that lost just one impactful starter, Brian Belaga, and, and they have many young stars, Alexander Jair, Jair Alexander, um, uh, Kenny Clark, David Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams. He just put the last name, so I was trying to come up with them. Not to mention year two of Rodgers in the system, Matt Ryan, 2016 vibes. Okay, let's settle down. Why do betting markets national media hate the Packers so much right now? We should call Spanky for his thoughts on this. I don't know. Just ask Matt LaFleur. All right, Matt. Well, guys, as the one person on this podcast who predicted that the Packers 
would make it to the NFC Championship game last year. Yes. I get paid every time I mention that. Um, this, I, I don't have an issue with the odds. I think I do somewhat agree with the opinion that maybe the Packers got a little bit lucky last year. But if you go down the odds, and we'll do the NFC odds since he specifically mentioned the NFC odds. If you go down those, you look at who's number one. The 49ers are number one. Well, you know what? The 49ers stopped the Packers twice last year. Those games weren't close at all. I do not think the, the Packers have done anything to close the gap with the 49ers. I think they are a way worse team than the 49ers. You have the Saints. If those teams were playing tomorrow on a neutral field, I would bet everything on the Saints. Uh, of course, I've been wrong before. I'm surprised Brenton doesn't have the audio of me saying that there's no way the Saints can beat the Seahawks. Uh, the Buccaneers. I think the, Packner, the, the Packers have struggled against the Buccaneers. And then I think here's where we get the interesting numbers. The two teams ahead of the Packers are the Cowboys and Eagles, and that one just comes down to who do you think is going to win the NFC East? You're basically betting on the team to win the NFC East because then that team is going to get a home playoff game. Uh, so I understand why they do. And then they're also tied with the Seahawks, which may be a little dicey, but I, I, I like where they are. I think it makes sense. That's all. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I think when you look at the Packers – and you can go if you want, Ryan. I can go ahead. Okay, I was going to say that the Packers thirteen and three last year is great. Their expected win loss was nine point seven nine nine point seven. Their expected win total based on their point differential, and that's the Pythagorean theorem. That is a major, major, major red flag for a team that could regress. Now, having said that, they could still regress and win ten games. I don't know. I. I the Matt Ryan 2016, I sort of shrugged that off as I was reading the question, so I apologize for being snarky and dismissing it. But I'm not buying into that Matt LaFleur is Kyle Shanahan. And that's the, that was the theme with, with Matt Ryan in 2016. And Anyone the- buying into that? I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the MVP conversation at Matt all. Ryan Matt Ryan also- won the MVP in 2016. Yeah, and Matt Ryan was in his prime. And Aaron Rodgers is going to be 37, I think, right? If he hadn't already turned turned that age. They got to play. Did they play the NFC East last year? They did. That is rather beneficial for them. And they went 3-1, and one, the Packers did, against that crappy division. So they're not going to play them this year. They have a, a much more difficult schedule, I think, this season. I wouldn't sleep on the Balaga loss, especially with as much as they want to run the football. And I, I don't know that I like the decision to go get Jordan Love, which we've covered ad nauseum on here, and not add any weapons for Aaron Rodgers. I think he's facing a, a lack of weaponry uh, surrounding him. Now, Jay Sternberger might break out, and I, I don't disagree with the, the defensive players. Uh, Mike Pettin has done a good job with the defense. I, I just think it's hard to see the Packers being in the – Elite tier of NFC teams, huh? Um, I feel like eleven wins feels feels about right. I mean, they win eleven games and they're in the elite tier. I think it's more like nine. I agree. I think most of this is going to be because the defense improves incrementally, but also mostly because Aaron Rodgers plays angry. Mm. Uh, good question from Debo here. How much does that negative press surrounding uh, Debo asking me all questions too surrounding Jordan Love affect their betting mar- betting markets? They have had a negative, they've had a, a bad off season. If, if you hear all these things bad about the Packers and how they haven't done anything good and your last memory of them on the field is getting blasted by the 49ers, 
that's going to affect, you know, if, if there's not money coming in, they're going to slide the Packers down amongst those NFC teams. I, no, I agree with you completely. And one other thing that, that sort of stands out to me with the Packers and is a concern, especially when you talk about being an NFC elite team, if you, we talked about this last year, they struggled against the 49ers, Chargers, and Seahawks in terms of producing offense. They eventually got to 28 points against the Seahawks, but they didn't look very good in the playoffs. All three of those teams run some variation of Pete Carroll's cover three defense, uh, either V. Robert Sala or, um, or, uh, 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 former Gus Bradley for the Chargers. And I just wonder if some teams might pick up on how that could affect Matt LaFleur's offense. And if we see them struggle a little bit, if they don't run the ball effectively, I don't think they will be a very, uh, outstanding offensive team but you know maybe maybe i'm wrong um they should be able to run the ball effectively though they got aaron jones they got um aj Dillon, and jamal williams and jamal williams okay uh any are we just all down on the packers no i said 11 wins all right and a half 11 wins what's the over under vegas debo will tell us in a second he has it up Uh, well ryan you say you're ryan wilson questions high on the packers nine but Nine. Wow. You take the over nine? I wouldn't. Really? I mean, that's a, not a lot of room for error. Nine wins is just a lot for any team. Nine seven is what they're pir- uh, pyragon. <laughs> what is it? Say it. Pyra- Pythagorean theorem. Nine point seven. So nine point seven six and six point three. Right. What are we going to say, Breach? Do you think that the Packers have a realistic chance of getting in the Super Bowl? Because this guy seems upset that they're not in the Super Bowl conversation. I don't think they're. The Super Bowl team. They literally did nothing. So we have been all bit with the Packers delusion. I'm by, I'm going all in, not on analytics. I'm going all in on Aaron Rodgers, like him playing angry. That's all I'm going on. The other thing too is if you count the playoffs last year, so the Packers had, uh, 18 games total, nine and one in one score games. Ooh. Nine and one in one score games and a, and a negative and a, Point differential that reeks of, of coming back to earth. I think those are probably the factors. It was like they were like just in, uh, a 13 and three team that went to the NFC championship game, like not to take away the credit, but it's like it, it just, it d- didn't feel like they had this, the pop of the record and what okay, they ended up. So over unders nine. It sounds like Brenton's not crazy about the over. I'm guessing breaches isn't either on Friday's podcast. YouTube jabronis were talking about perhaps the, the lions going eight and eight. What are the odds that the Lions finish better than the Packers? Um, you tell me what the odds are, and I'll tell you if I bet them. Because you know what? The Lions could have beaten the Packers twice last year. They lost by a field when they lost another game by a point. The Packers actually – the refs. And one of the games, the Packers didn't lead the Lions during a single second in either of those games. Both, right. both field goals. What are the so odds? The, Lions, the Packers are the favorite to win the division at plus 140. Vikings – I mean, they're not being, like, crapped on here. I mean, they're still – the Vikings are plus 150 – Bears four and a half to one, Lions eight and a half to one. Like I would rather bet on the Lions at eight and a half to one than the Packers at plus one forty. To win the division? Yeah. Breach? The, the Packers or the Lions lost eight one score games. They had to play half the season without Not Matthew Stafford. One score games is really uh, and, and the Lions were the flip of that because they lost eight one score games. Uh, two of them two of them were to the Packers. They had two of them were to the Packers. <laughs> so, I mean if you if you flip those, all of a sudden you have a completely you know, the Packers are 11 and 5, the Lions are 5, whatever, and 1, 5, 10, and 1. Two were. Yeah, the Lions were a 5 win team, baby. I, I think the Lions are going to be better than most people expect. Two and I think the Packers are going to be worse. 
Two words would change my opinion of, of the Lions. You know what those two words are? Fire Patricia. Jim Caldwell. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Super friends. Do you think DeAndre Hopkins will digress from last year? Because he is part of arguably the best receiving core in the NFL. Uh, Jonathan, walking, walking creeper. He's back. Um, I, we answered a DeAndre Hopkins question earlier this offseason. I don't know why there's so much DeAndre Hopkins chatter, I guess, because he's with the new team. Uh, he is definitely not with the best receiving core in the NFL. And it's, I don't think it's even close. Yeah, I think Tampa Bay might have an argument. <laughs> like, who's the, who's the Chris Godwin here? Like Larry Fitzgerald? I don't think so. Christian Kirk. What, yeah, what do you hate on Christian Kirk for, Brinson? I, I love Christian Kirk. Do you Apparently think, not a lot. I mean, do, are you suggesting that Christian Kirk is going to have a Chris Godwin-like season? I'm suggesting you're breaking Jonathan's heart by saying that the Cardinals I'm don't not have to be a, the best receiving core in the NFL. I'm not trying to be a b-hole here, but Chris Godwin had 88 catch, 86 catches for 1,333 yards and nine touchdowns last year. Chris Godwin in his career has, I mean, Chris, Christian Kirk in his career has 111 catches for 1,299 yards and six touchdowns. So, really making the case that they're the same, I don't think. I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to have a huge year. I mean, he had a huge year with Brock Osweiler and Tom Savage throwing the ball. I think he'll have a, I think he'll have a very good year. I don't think he'll have like. Do you think he tops his numbers from last year? 104 receptions, 1165 yards, seven touchdowns. I'll say yes, but I think those are all very good over-unders. I think his target, I think his targets will be lower, but his numbers will be similar. Mm. Yeah, I mean that those numbers were pretty crazy last year. He could actually go under all those numbers and still have a really productive year. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a break. Um, and when we come back, we'll answer a couple more questions. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived, thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul. The designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay. This is a tough one. It's a great question. This is the kind of questions that we appreciate from our listeners. Um, probably should have prepared more for this, but great question for the mailbag. Lou from Charlotte. Lou. Love Lou from Charlotte. I think, I, I think Lou and I have hung out and had a beer, but I'm not sure. What? Did you feed him the question, Brenton? Is that what's going on here? You're feeding uh, the question? Like, I, I know. I mean, I, I could be wrong. Maybe we just like talked on Twitter about having a beer in Charlotte. That's probably more like it. Uh, assemble your best NFL coaching staff, starting QB and defensive captain, only using players who have not won a Super Bowl ring. Players and coaches, I would imagine, because I didn't use a Super Bowl coach. Right. Yeah, a uh, coach who has not won a Super Bowl. Yeah. 
All right. Where do you it want would to have been that, like, This would have been easy six months ago. Actually, I think it's pretty easy now. Should we go around the horn? You want to start with Coach? Or start? Go around the horn. I get the first pick of Coach. So hold on before you start. So I did Coach. I did offensive and defensive coordinator, then quarterback, and then defensive star. Okay. okay. Um. So what do I do? Just just the head coach, and you guys do court. We start with someone else on coordinators. What's going on? No, you do coach. I'll do coach. Prince like do. my whole coaching staff. Now, yep. after you pick your coach, can I use a, a same coach or can I, do I have to do my list is already written down? So if you've written it down, well, I don't think we should I be definitely all right. This question: the head coach of my team, the Breach Street Boys, <laughs> who will be winning a Super Bowl, is none other than Miami of Ohio graduate Sean McVay. That's a pretty good choice. Boom. No, and bad. he's also my offensive coordinator. I went with Kyle Shanahan, who was also my offensive coordinator. Boo. Oh, yeah, that uh, Shanahan and McVay were the first two obvious choices. But since, in the interest of variation, now, ooh, this one's right. – can no. I say Bruce Arians? Because he has a Super Bowl ring, but not as a head coach. Not as a head coach. He can't be your offensive coordinator, though, because he won his offense. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, if if it was possible, I would probably just pair uh, Shanahan McVeigh. I mean, they worked together before. Bruce Arians. I don't want to speak for you. You could do Bruce Arians and, and Byron Leftwich as your OC. I think I'd rather have Sean McVeigh or Kyle Shanahan. No offense to Byron Leftwich. They've already, they've already been drafted. Oh, okay. Um, Bill Belichick. <laughs> he may have won a Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, I think those are the. Yeah, it's fine. I don't think that's. Frank Wright would be on my would be up there for me. I understand people are not as high on him as I am, but I would I would. Okay, right? I do like Frank Wright. I don't know I why. Think, I think what about Zach the, Zach Taylor? Where would he be on your list? Uh, thirty or thirty-one. That's, uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, those. Uh, like, if he wins the Super Bowl with the Bengals, he would move slide all the way up to twenty-five. Uh, he wouldn't be eligible for this list, though. It's only super non-super winning coaches, Brinton. The only other answer I think that would work for me is no, – I think that's it, actually. All right. Do you want to start with offensive and defensive coordinators since we've already named our OCs? Well, I would – well, you just kept the same guys, OC. Like, I would – I would, well, you I would go Bruce Arians and one of Kyle Shanahan or, or Sean McVay. All right. You're going to do that. So who's your defensive coordinator? Uh, Mike Zimmer. Ooh, I took Todd Bowles. That's cool. Oh, I was going to take Mike Zimmer also. Um, I'm going to have a controversial answer here. I'm going to go with Mike Vrabel. He has the Super Bowl ring as a player, but not as a coach, and he's on my coaching staff, so I think he qualifies. As your DC? As my DC. Okay. All right, Breach, you want to start quarterbacks? Uh, yeah. what, what's that, Brenton? No, I, was, I like the Todd Bowles call. That's a good one. Um, yeah, Breach, you start with quarterbacks. My quarterback... By the way, before I, I, you say it, I think there are three quarterbacks that should be pretty easy selections. I, I feel bad going first because it's too easy, uh, but my Sean McVay offense is going to have Lamar Jackson at quarterback, and I'm winning. You guys could just forfeit because I'm winning the Super Bowl. So here's the question, because Lamar was my number one. Does Kyle Shanahan want Deshaun, who's obviously uh, in the mix, or does he want Dak? Which I think he wants, wants Dak. I think he wants, I Dak. he wants Dak too to run that offense, right? Dak running a Kyle Shanahan offense. Or is Brinson off. using reverse psychology so that you pick Dak so that he can take Deshaun Watson for his team? I didn't for it, Wilson. I, I'll, I'll say this. I think I would rather have Deshaun Watson in a Bruce Arian system mm-hmm. 
but I would rather have Dak in a Kyle Shanahan. Dak in a Kyle Shanahan system would destroy the league. I think I'm going with Dak. I mean, you know, you can't lose with either three, either any of these three. I think those are the only three answers, right? Am I missing? Just taking. Um, I mean, Carson Wentz. I guess you could take because he doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> <Dak. Whoa! laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Wallace took it in his hands and said, "Up, up and away!" What, 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 okay, would anyone take Matt, Matt Ryan? The sound draws and messes him up. Just FYI. Debo gets the deal one finger sleep. Yeah. What I hope Debo. Matt, Matt Ryan. Oh. No, not over those three. I don't think he's thirty. I was gonna say, but it's it worse. Philip Rivers, man, Show some respect. I'm not trying to get dunked on by suggesting Philip Rivers. Are All right. Uh, Bri- uh, Bri- to check real quick on coaching. Zimmer was a defensive assistant with the Cowboys when they won in the 90s. Is he allowed uh, to be? Oh, uh, no, he's not. He hasn't cheated. Oh, up high, down hard. The he was the coordinator. He was, a, I think, defensive backs coach and – Couple other assistants. I think that's that's a good point. He can't be your DC if he's. Also, I don't know that we could use coaches. I think like it's weird to take a head coach. Like, would Mike Zimmer take this job offer? He wouldn't leave the Vikings for this job. It's much like Mike Golick being asked to be on the Pick Six podcast. <laughs> it's a little bit like Mike Golick <laughs> being asked to be on this podcast. All right, Brenton, um, you're up with the defensive captain. Who do you want to go with? So I can go with. Guys in Minnesota Bowl. Guys, one of God, there's. I mean. Easy. I mean, uh, yeah. is it? You think it's easy? Oh, it's Aaron Donald. But I mean, yeah. Even if you went with an edge rusher, I'd, you know. You, you, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm going to take Aaron Donald because he's the best player in football, independent of positions. So here's my, Aaron Donald's my number one. My now my math for number two and number three got a little interesting. I'm a homer it up, but I don't know if I want a safety or an edge rusher. TJ or Minka? Yeah. I mean, I have a couple guys I would go with before TJ Watt personally, but he's, I mean, yeah, he's no, that's right. You, you could, I mean, yeah, you could take Daniel Hunter. Uh, I wouldn't take Von Miller at this point. You could I'd take, probably, I'd probably go Joey Bosa or Miles Garrett. Yeah. Miles Garrett was in the mix, but I felt like after, um, he signed that crazy deal, I don't want to pay him that money that no one knows where it's coming from. But it also like, are you doing it for this year? You know, I sort of thought it was like just a one year exercise because one year exercise, I'm taking Chandler Jonesen if, if Aaron Donald's off the board. That's fair. Well, and, and because like if it's a, if it's a multi year action, if you're building a franchise for the future, then Shanahan McVay and those quarterbacks we talked about are the only answers for those. Yeah, you know. like you don't want to go get Bruce Arians for the long. I'll, I'll go with T.J. Watt just for homerism reasons. Okay. Um, and Breach, you're taking Montez Perfect. Okay, next question. <laughs> um, well, I would, except that he's not on a team right now, so I don't think he's eligible. Is he on a team right now? He hasn't won a Super Bowl. I do know that. That's because he almost won five with the Bengals, but then they didn't try in their playoff games, <laughs> which you may not know. But, yeah, Burfick's a free agent, Wilson, so he does not qualify. Uh, I am going to take – you know what? You guys went defensive line pass rushers. I'm going with Stephon Gilmore. I want my shutdown corner. That's it. I'm yep. taking Gilmore to go with who's my your, McVay. Who's your, who's your defensive coordinator? He doesn't uh, have – Mike Frabel. Oh, you do. Right. Brinson doesn't have one. Yeah, Brinson – his coordinator got fired. His coordinator wouldn't take the job. Right. So wait, wait, wait. Mike Zimmer won a ring with the Cowboys, and I guess as, as a coach, as a coach, so you, he's disqualified as winning as a coach. Like you can have Mike Zimmer be your your defensive tackle if you want, Brent. Or, or I would say your head coach, but he can't be an assistant because he won Super Bowl as an assistant. Questionable at best. Also, Gilmore won a Super Bowl ring. Dumb, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see him. Yeah, Wallace took it in his hands and said, up, up, and away. 
Even Debo got that one. I didn't even catch it. Oh, good Funny, we didn't even double check. Oh, Wait, did Gilmore? Did Debo great. point it out to you, Brinson? Yeah, most of the stuff that oh, I, most of the stuff man. that I realized, like I don't want to give, I don't want to make me sound <laughs> dumber, but like a lot of the stuff I I realized mid podcast is being spooned. Oh man, after you guys made fun of me the whole divisional rankings on Friday, I was I thought all weekend about how I could make you look silly. Reach, just because I I feel bad, I will point out Ryan did bring up Von Miller, who won Super Bowl MVP, so he would not have been. <laughs> hey, I didn't take him. Oh, ho, ho! Up high! Down hard! He's a murdering kids out Evo gets a new Twitter handle. He's just That's coming out throwing punches. Yeah, like going Gilmore or Von Miller would be like if you decided to pick. Tyron Mathieu. <laughs> <laughs> He's won a Super Bowl breach. You should know that. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, you could have made a case that last year was the defensive player of the year. And I don't know that would have won the Super Bowl MVP, but had a really good game. You should point out to people listening what, what that is because they may not know. Well, presumably they realize that that is John Breach butchering Tyron Matthews' last name by calling him Tyron Matthew. And then, I mean, in a previous podcast, Breach said that, and we just stopped, and we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, what? Uh, okay, let's move on. Wait, Brinson, are Wilson, who'd you end up picking? Tyron Mathai. I didn't take Tyron Mathai. I took TJ Watt. The thing is, we're going to play Tyron Mathai so often, we're going to forget how to say Tyron Matthews. Well, no, my my fear is that people listening on the podcast are going to think that's me saying it right now. Like Brinson going, oh, who did you actually pick? Then you play the audio. And then they think it's live instead of the fact that it is not live at all. He cannot, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to take Chandler Jones. I'm going to spite Wilson and take his backup pick. I, I highly One doubt that they think you said Tyron 14 times on this podcast. All right. Uh, Chandler Jones. You're going to be begging for the dunked on music by the time I get done with Tyron Mathieu. Uh, okay. Moving along. Sorry. I apologize. That is a great question. Oh, and irony since. Guys, Chandler Jones also won a Super Bowl. I just wanted you to point it out, and you didn't. Oh, oh, he did. Dang. My God. You guys are off your game. Take Daniel Hunter. He definitely didn't win a Super Bowl. Cam Jordan? Yeah, I'll take Cam Jordan. Thanks to you. Uh, did you just name three guys who won Super Bowls, Breach? No, I was. Yes, he You did. guys made these rules up. And won... <laughs> You're dunking on yourself. I was making you guys look silly for not pointing it out and just letting it go. Right, so you That were... was the whole point. You were. Are you are you kidding me? You're trying no, to say that you were naming guys who won Super Bowls, and I like, named a guy on the Patriots. Yes, your 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 claim is that you were laying a trap for us. Yes, by naming Stephon Gilmore. Yes, Ryan. No, on a scale of on a scale of one to two hour marathon, where does this rank <laughs> on the breach believability rankings? Eight hours. Like, there's no way. That, that this was planned out. The Chandler Jones thing, sure, he laid that trap, and I was so done with the question, I was ready to move on. No, he screwed up the Gilmore thing, and then so he just started naming other guys who'd won Super Bowl, so he could act like it was a big trap. It's very, it's very smart. Um, moving along, I- irony. Irony <laughs> alert! Oh, where's the irony alert? Brinson button? butchers names. Love the show, especially listening to people getting dunked on. Brinson needs to dunk on himself for butchering the name of one of the best beer brewers in the country. Bissell Brothers is amazing, as are at least two dozen other microbrews in the Portland, Maine area. How can you call yourself a beer connoisseur and not have spent some time in Portland? That's from Mark's Well Silver Hammer via Apple Podcast. And you know what? He's not wrong. Oh, ho, ho! I dunked on myself. There you go. Uh, yeah, uh, Maine Brewing Company. 
is up there as well, I believe in Portland, Maine. It's, and as I said before, the Northeast has some of the best beers up there. Uh, you're right. I should have spent some time in Portland, Maine. I pro- part of the problem is that my wife doesn't like the sort of the places that you go to get dank beer. Like she's not, I'm not gonna be like, why don't we go to Portland, Maine for the weekend? Like, no, go to hell, buddy. We'll go to the beach. You buy your beer down there, you clown. Huh. You say to me. Um, but yeah, that, that is, that's on me. Uh, my, my good friend Nathan and his wife went to a wedding last summer that was in, I think, right outside Portland. So they, they went into Portland and spent a night first there and said it was just incredible. Tons of beer. Um, I was talking with a friend at the, the pool the other day. He, uh, he does a fly fishing trip to Vermont and, um, they go to the store, Ryan. And when they're up there, he said they just buy a bunch of Hattie Topper and Sip of Sunshine. You know, it's funny. Uh, before Simple Sunshine, uh, not Simple Sunshine. What's it called? Sip of Sunshine. Yeah, Sip of Sunshine. Before that came to Wegmans. It may be in your Wegmans now too. I'm not sure. What? But, uh, it's in our Wegmans in New York. But like two years ago, my buddy would drive to Vermont three hours away, go to the local convenience store to buy the Hattie Topper and Sip of Sunshine. And they would only let you take out, I don't know, 12 beers at a time, 14 beers at a time. Um, because it was such in high demand and they were only making so much of it. Now I'm like on here looking at <laughs> to see if it's in your Wegmans has a list deck. of what beers they have. I'm sure they have a, I actually, you know what? This is kind of depressing. I haven't been to Wegmans yet. Jeez. It's awesome, right? Oh my gosh. The beer sections, it's actually really good, but the chocolate cake, I can't say this enough. And, um, I was talking to Debo about this because there's a Wegmans, there's a Wegmans near you in Pennsylvania, right? Debo? Yeah. It's a, it's a big PA thing. Northeast. Yeah, the chocolate cake. I know. I asked you. I can't remember what you said. Yeah. Yeah, it's legit, right? It's very good. Yeah. So get that, Brinson, and get a bunch of cake and eat it all and drink it all in one night and see how you feel in the morning. Um. But also, let's not get too far away from the point of this question, and it is that Brinson mispronounces everything. Our our Polish friend, I think he was Polish, or it was a guy from Belgium. You butchered his name, and he tweeted at us to let me and Wilson know that we correctly pronounced it. This guy has an audio recording of me mispronouncing Honey Badger's name when he, in fact, is the ultimate mispronouncer of names. That's um, a pretty MO, though. He finds something that you've done that he's done worse than, and he highlights the fact that you did it not as that, bad. He regularly butchers names, and then uses me as his cover to make it look like he never messes up. By the way, Brent, Brenton, you finally found Preach's weak spot. This is what makes him angry. Nothing else makes him angry except accusing him of saying words wrong. Can we get a cut of... Brinson saying Bissell. I can make that happen. I feel bad for you today, Breach. So, uh, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'm not. What, what did I, uh, what did I, what did I, I, I you called it Bissell the first time. And the, the, and, the and reader, his, his last name was Warznik, and you pronounced it Wariziznik. <laughs> you added like seven syllables. I didn't even think it was possible. That you guys don't even know, like, what goes in the back end of this when we have a guest on and, like, <laughs> the panic level that, it, like, Debo and I, like, Debo, Debo will, Drop pronunciation. Diva will find a video of the guests like doing a hit and be like, hey, like, so like Matt Mayaka. Did I mispronounce it just then? I like, I don't know how to say his last name. That's right. But like, and like, I know Matt. Like, I've, I've hung out with a bit like owners meetings and talked to him for like, but like, I sort of just have panic attacks and freak out that I'm going to mispronounce somebody's last name or say somebody's first name that the, the wrong, like, I'm, I just, I get nervous about it. And I suck at pronouncing last names. And sometimes I just screw up easy words. Like, do you remember when I said, see, what did I, how did I say, pronounce Seoul, South Korea? How did I say it? <laughs> Seoul. We need a cut of that one. You hooked on phonics. That's the problem. Uh, like, literally, the only reason Brinson agreed to have us be his super friends is because our last names are easy to pronounce. 
That's a fun fact. Uh, also, fun fact, Mike Golick was going to do the show until Brinson called him Mike Golico. <laughs> Mike Golick. Um, Mike, Mike Golick taking some unnecessary heat here. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like flying through Wegman's. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I brought it up. All right, let's do this last question because um, you won't believe this, but I have to use the bathroom. And I have to. <laughs> I, grew, I searched Wegman's for Sip of Sunshine, and the only thing that came up were uh, asparagus tips and hummus. Interesting. Uh, okay, what's the last question? Daily. Uh, it's specifically for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Daily football fix. Speaking of beer, wow. I should stop searching for beer and answer this question. Daily football Ew. fix from Hurricane underscore nine to the Apple podcast. Great podcast with a great cast of characters and guests. Best episodes might be when you get off on tangents but love the daily football content. Will, two questions. One, what are the three best Elysian beers? Whew. And two, what is your favorite Philip Rivers at NC State moment? What's Elysian? Uh, Elysian is a, I think they're in New No, they're not in New York, are they? Sounds light. Would I like it? Uh, no, they're pretty hop heavy. Let's see. Not an IPA. Seattle. They're out of Seattle. That's right. Um, so Space Dust is here in North Carolina and has been for a while. Space Dust is awesome. And it will crunk you up. So highly recommend Space Dust. Space Dust. Got that one written down. What else? Uh, it's an IPA. Now, I, I'll be honest. I haven't tried a ton of Elysian stuff. So I am going to look up their beer and see if I can find. Oh, Dayglow is a, uh, a, a session IPA, I believe. Very good. Or maybe just a regular IPA. But Dayglow is a very good IPA. Yes, yeah, it's just regular. Um. It has a it has a tiger on the on the on the bottle shooting lasers, colored la- rainbow lasers, out of its eyeballs. And that picture on uh, Spanky Wegman's wall when he used to do the show. That's oh yeah. I think those are the only two that I've had. Uh, so I I feel bad that I don't have a great uh, way to break this down. But as I understand it, the Immortal IPA is really good, and I think the Dragon's Tooth Stout is supposed to be really good. So don't take those as gospel but uh the the day glow and the space space dust is awesome highly recommend space dust and it should be available pretty much everywhere because they're widely distributed as far as rivers at state moments go um and by the way this shirt do you know what do you know how old this shirt is two uh, three months <laughs> 1999 19, 19, still fits older than sean that's actually pretty impressive that it still fits um got this it is older than sean Got this shirt from Hillsborough Street textbooks. My first day at NC State. Ah, Brinson walking around, full, fully geared out, ready for school. <laughs> you can save that as a gift. Uh, I, see, this is sort of depressing. So, the problem with naming the best moments of anything relating to NC State athletics is that if you are talking about something after 1985, it's Pretty much just the Gator Bowl. Mm. We beat the crap out of Notre Dame in the Gator Bowl and Phillip Rivers' junior year. Who uh, was the Notre Dame quarterback? Ooh, uh, like a year before Brady, right? Yeah, unfortunately. I wish we'd, I wish we'd slaughtered Brady in that game. That would have been awesome. And it's like, but it sucks because Brady's like, oh, cool, the Gator Bowl. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, it's like, oh, you won the Gator Bowl? It's the 2003 Gator Bowl. Uh, it was down in Jacksonville. 
Mm. And um, I, actually, I'll, I, I'll, tell, I'll tell a quick story before I have to do review in two minutes. Yeah, you got two I'll, I'll tell it fast. All right, so we all, we all roll down there, and we get down there into the, into, into the Alltel Stadium, which was um, – and, and NC State was 10 and, or 9 and 3 at that point in time and ranked in the top 25. Tyron Willingham – was the uh, the quarterback or the, the head coach for Notre Dame at that point in time, and we um, so we go into the Gator Bowl and there's like we're like oh my god you can buy liquor in these like you can buy liquor in this stadium like let's go and we it was New Year's Eve we all partied uh, everybody had like you know I mean it was junior year of college just and and like we won twenty eight to six. Absolutely blitzkrieg, Notre Dame is like the biggest ball of our of the three years that we've been in school. And afterwards, we went down to the landing and partied uh, with all like the state players who were out there afterwards. And like T. A. McClendon had run. I think he's the only he didn't run for he like had like twenty five yards or something like maybe even less than that. And he's he's he gotten banged up. And uh, my my pal Zeke. Um, was like slapping him on the back. He's like, man, I'm getting, like, I had a busted shoulder. And he's like, some whale on his back. And my, my parent, my grandmother and grandfather lived in Jacksonville. They're past now, but, but they were living in Jacksonville. My mom was like, if you go down to that, if you go to that game, you have to go see your grandparents. You cannot go to Jacksonville and not go see your grandparents. So we get up on New Year's Day and very, very, very hungover. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, we got to go see Dosh and Daddy Pat. This is a problem. So it's me and AK because we were dating back at that point in time. And Zeke had ridden with us. We get, Zeke gets in the car and he is so like still hung over and reeking, reeking of booze that we were like, I can't take this guy to see my grandparents. So we dropped him off at this gas station, like outside of Deerwood, which is the, uh, the, 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 the gated community they lived in. And we come back like an hour later and Zeke is sitting on the side of the curb with two empty Pizza Hut personal pan uh, boxes. He has this pile of scratch off lotto tickets he'd been playing and he purchased two CDs at the record store. There's like no pre cell phone. Like you don't have a cell phone. Like there's nothing to kill time like an, like an iPhone or anything like that. Zeke's just sitting there playing lotto tickets for an hour and a half. Oh, this is our grandparents. And this is your favorite Bill Rivers moment. That's right. That's how low things have gotten. Okay, I got to go do radio. You guys got work to do. Great show. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.